Hello, and welcome to Coffee Talk with Crystal. I am Crystal Grafton Combs, host of this podcast and international president of Alpha Omicron Pi Fraternity. Originally started in 2019, Coffee Talk is a personal project designed to connect with the women of Alpha Omicron Pi and our greater community of sisters and friends. Here, we will talk about life, leadership, sisterhood, and so much more. So thank you for listening, and now let's get to the next episode. Vicki Mena, welcome to the podcast. Hi, great to see you and hear you. It's also good to see and hear you. People don't often know that I get to do these via Zoom, even though we only record the audio. So it is good to see sisters in addition to hearing from them. Vicki, I'm so excited to have you to the podcast. It is your first time joining us on the pod. So I will do like we do with all of our guests and ask you to share your AOPI story. Absolutely. I have been a sister. I was initiated in 1986, February 28th. And a fun fact with that is I was a fall pledge candidate and our entire pledge class was held over the entire break. And we had a very long uh, pledging, it was called at the time, which would be um, membership now. And what had happened was is collectively, which I guess showed our unity of our pledge class, we're like, if they don't initiate us by March, we're all going to drop. And the last day of February, we were initiated. So I had a very long um, pledge, but I guess it made up for the fact that I never went through formal rush. I was someone that was picked up in COB and um, on a small campus, and I absolutely loved it. You know, um, Greek life on a small campus is very different than Greek life on a large campus. Um, but it did feel like AOPI gave me that ability to become very involved at different, whatever level I was comfortable with at the time. So that allowed me to become um, president of my chapter and president of Panhel. And then after that, I just never looked back and enjoyed those volunteer opportunities that I was afforded um, at the international level. So being a network specialist and also enjoying right now being on uh, various committees for the AOPI Foundation, including the Ruby Fund, and being able to help sisters in various levels of their need, whether it's academic scholarships or if someone's in dire need because of a catastrophe in their neighborhood. Vicki, there's so much that I have to ask you about what you just said. But first, share with everyone your chapter of initiation. Sure. It's Theta Pi chapter at Wagner College in Staten Island. And tell me, why did you all get held over so long? Because at first it didn't surprise me. I was also a fall new member, we call it now, but Mm -hmm. we were required to make our grades of certain grade point average before we could be initiated and the university had to confirm that via transcript. So we always pledged in the fall and were initiated in January. But in your case, it seems like it held over even longer. Well, I can't speak for the chapter at the time, 
but um, it wasn't our grades. I think that they were a chapter at the time that was newly coming off of having some issues of their own. And they wanted to make sure that their new sisters understood the unity and the purpose of AOPI and things like that. And maybe they felt we just didn't get it and we needed all of January break to think about it. So (laughs) (laughs) we stuck with it nonetheless, and I'm glad we did because um, not having AOPI in my life, I think would be a big void. So let's talk a little bit about your collegiate experience. Share with me a highlight after your initiation of what that looked and felt like for you. I loved initiation um, enough so, and I loved, again, like I said, um, of the opportunities to become um, an officer and things to that effect. So once I was elected president, I was very excited because the president before me got to go to international convention in Texas. So I'm like, I am gonna get to move and shake. This'll be great. And lo and behold, the off years, similar to what they do now, at the time in the late 80s, was um, regional conferences. And I was lucky enough to be president at Wagner College, who was hosting that year's regional conference. So I got to go to my, you know, student activities room, and I got to go to the union and, you know, walk up a hill. So uh, that part... I mean, it was convenient, but I certainly didn't get to see the world like some other presidents got to do. But the highlight was is that um, the PIP who has signed my certificate visited. So Peg Crawford visited Uh our campus and we got a chance to sit with her and entertain her. So to me, that was pretty special. That just gave me chills. That's amazing. So you mentioned that you've done several things as part of your alumna experience. Talk to me about the highlights of that so far. Um, Well, I have to say two highlights of mine happen to be family related. And one was that I had the um, privilege of surprising, though I don't think she was surprised, my daughter at her initiation at Wagner College. So being able to watch her become initiated was um, was beautiful. And her aunt was there as well. And then several years later had the opportunity to see my niece become initiated at a much different experience at a much larger college in Alabama. So having those two experiences um, were just special because no one else can do that. And also, I mean, I've thoroughly enjoyed working in the volunteer positions, working with the network. One for about five years was beautiful. You got to see, you know, everybody from the Northeast and we used to have our Northeast weekends and things like that. And they were very special. You got to see um, different sides of chapters. You got to help the alum chapters, the collegiate chapters, but you also got to help each other. And the network became like their own little chapter, in my opinion. Vicki, you know, as do all of our sisters now, that we are in the middle of a capital campaign in support of the Archives Museum that we are building as the cornerstone celebration of our 125th anniversary. You, of course, are one of the supporters of that campaign. What inspired you to give in this moment to this particular campaign? 
Seeing some of the plans of what um, the archive museum could potentially become to me was so exciting because it's bringing, I mean, our, our fraternity is based on a lot of tradition and a lot of history. And of course, that is what is encompassed in the archives. But to bring them to such a level that today's women can relate to it, um, can interact with it, it's so much differently than you could 100 years ago. Um, the idea that I would be able to be part of the ground floor in sponsoring some of that, um, I was more than honored. I was just a little disappointed that I couldn't do a little bit more than I did, but you do with what you can. And um, I'm grateful for the opportunity to support it. Well, and to that point, Vicki, like every dollar counts toward this. You know, we have been just awed by the financial support we have received so far. But to everyone who says, oh, I can only give this much, I would say, yes, but that is that much more than we had before. before. And, yep. and, and it does make such a difference. What do you think will be your favorite part of the new museum? It's not really holograms, but, you know, going in to see some of the interactive parts of it, I think is just going to be an experience you can't anticipate. And I think it's going to draw people in that are going to see something that they couldn't see any other place at any other school or so I'm, I'm looking forward to that kind of interaction. So, of course, a museum is designed to preserve our archives, but it is also helping to prepare us for our future. What is one piece of advice you would give to our young AOPI sisters who are just beginning their AOPI experience? Well, I would say don't rush yourself. Absolutely no pun intended. Um, <laughs> enjoy the experiences and the time that you have to meet people and learning new skills and understanding different perspectives and paying it forward to the next sister who's coming along. A lot of time we're just so rushed to get to tomorrow that we don't have any time really appreciating today. That's so very true. All right, everybody's favorite section, 20 questions. Are you ready? All right, let's do it. Do you prefer coffee or tea? Um, I'm going to be a lot of both for these probably, but uh, coffee in the morning during work days, not on weekends. And I could drink unsweetened iced tea all the time. I was with you until you said unsweetened. Oh, yeah, I'm not a sweet tea. I mean, I'll have it, but my choice is unsweetened. I love it. Milk chocolate or dark? Um, I guess milk chocolate a little bit more, but I... Won't turn it down, either one. <laughs> Your favorite holiday? Um, I think it's Thanksgiving. I like having the family and friends around with no other pressures for gifts or, you know, pomp and circumstance and just enjoying good food and company. Shoes or purses? Shoes. Sunrise or sunset? Sunset. Your favorite season? Um, I think spring, it's lighter, longer. I like the idea of the rebirth of plants and rebirth of everything. So, and spending more time outside. Your favorite flavor of ice cream? 
Ironically, going back to the first question, coffee. (laughs) Morning, noon, or night. Exactly. What is something you notice about someone when you first meet them? Um, It's their eyes, whether they're willing to look you in the eye and if they seem kind and understanding. I think you can always tell that from their eyes. Cats or dogs? That's an obvious answer for me. It's dogs. We have two fresh new puppies home that'll be with us a month on Monday. So dogs for sure. What is your biggest pet peeve? The lack of an RSVP to an event. So. Oh, that's such a good one. Please just tell your host yes or no. You know what you're doing. You're not going to hurt their feelings if you wait. Just say I can't go. But say something. (laughs) I love it. Your favorite board game? Um, I think ever since the 80s, it's been Trivial Pursuit. But I always like going back to that Genesis edition. Maybe because I know most of the answers by now, but (laughs) (laughs) I like to kind of think a little bit. (laughs) I love it. Your first job? Well, don't tell New Jersey's Department of Labor, but in sixth grade, I had a job working the counter and the register at an Italian bread bakery. That's I won't wild. say their name because I don't want to get them in trouble. <laughs> well, then I'm glad they're still around. They must be doing something right. <laughs> Do you like surprises? I don't mind surprising others, but I really don't like being the center of attention. So I prefer not to be surprised myself. What is one song you know all the words to? Um, my husband will say that I know every word to every song ever written. So I would say most classic rock or 80s songs. Do you like your handwriting? Depends on my mood because my handwriting changes with my mood. So if I'm in a good mood and it's writing on a nice surface with a beautiful pen, I love it. Any other time, not so much. (laughs) We are now in the last year and all roads are leading to convention. Where was your first AOPI convention? Um, Ironically, it was the Centennial Convention in New York City. I brought my middle daughter, Rachel, because she was a baby. So as we blew up balloons for the birthday party dinner that was going to be there. So that was my first convention experience. What a wonderful memory. What is one thing you cannot travel without? A good book. I want to be able to just immerse myself and be the the snob that you can't get her attention because I'm busy. I'm on the plane, I'm reading, I'm by the pool. I'd rather have a good book than anything else. (laughs) Yes. Window or aisle seat? Not picky. Whatever I'm given, I'm good with. As long as you have your book. As long as I got the book. Your favorite of our brand colors? I think I'd go with the Ambition Pink. It just seems to exude happiness. And last but not least, what is your favorite convention tradition? Um, I think it's actually the memorial ceremony. Um, it's beautiful, It, especially if you knew somebody that was being honored. But um, it's just, I don't know, it just seems to mean a lot and just always hits me in the heart. 
It absolutely does. Vicki, thank you so much for joining me today and sharing about your AOPI experiences. And of course, as always, for everyone out there listening, thank you. And until next time, stay safe and be well. Mm-hmm.